At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. John Rahm for birdie. How big this is from 18 feet. It's similar to the putt he just made at 17. He keeps his head still this time. Pretty big one made here 13 years ago. Absolutely. On Sunday. That was to get into a playoff. We'll see. First of all, this goes in and what it means. Another one is landed at the 72nd hole. This time for Rahm. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's BetQL Daily from BetQL. And what a finish it was at the U.S. Open this past weekend. And we got to talk some golf here. We got some tournaments coming up. The Travelers here, Joe O, Joe G, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. And Joe, when we need, when we need to talk golf, we know who to bring on here. We bring on the best of the best. Joe, you know this guy. Let, let, let's bring him in. Yeah, it's our buddy Jeff Feinberg, busy man, Mayo Media Network, odds checker, and uh, does some golf content for FTN Network, at gfeinberg17 on Twitter. Jeff, you heard the uh, highlight, and I'm sure you've heard and watched it many, many times over the past few days. What were your takeaways uh, with Rom finally getting his major? Uh, you know what? Actually, hearing it again, maybe like that concisely and, and clearly for the first time, maybe since the live call, I kind of got like goosebumps again. Um, my takeaway is that we all kind of expected it, it to happen, and it did. And as everyone who kind of just withered away on the back, Rom was so stable. Uh, you know, he did everything he needed to do. The 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 clutch par saves in that 8 to 15 foot range that he wasn't hitting like all year to save momentum, to keep momentum, to get momentum. Uh, he finally obviously started hitting him in that memorial. They carried over. It's fun to not have to talk about it anymore. The shortest first-time major champion that I can ever recall um, in doing this, ever. Even the reports, you know, data is kind of different and books are were all over the place back then but the consensus was tiger would have been about 14 16 to 1 in 97 dustin was about 15 to 1 at oakmont in 16 so winning your first time major at standalone chalk with the gap he had between him and that second core where my money was is as impressive as anything well jeff when you look ahead here to the open championship coming up next month Again, plus 900 for John Rahm. What, what do you make of the line? Is there value there? Or, or are we talking about asking too much to, to bet on him again as the favorite to win again? 
I mean, that's an enormous ask, but, I, you know, every year I do a season preview show around Christmas. Three straight years I pick him to be player of the year. Essentially, that's me trying to say I think he's going to win everything. So that wouldn't surprise me, and it wouldn't surprise every anybody. I do think, though, him winning, from a betting perspective, might be the best possible situation for us. Like, once one of those super, super elites gets in a real heater, you know, if they're going to kind of do – even bigger to what happened at the U.S. Open, where we had Rom, and then we had the next five or six guys, you know, flirting at 18, 20, 22. That was really attractive for me because I love Rom. I just told you what I thought about him at Christmas and, and in years past, but I don't think the point gap between him is as large as, as they, they gave us last week. And even as we got to, say, the ninth hole last week, where you had him, Bryson, Rory, Brooks, one back, Morikawa all there. Like, I don't think he would have. I think he would thought, okay, we're equal now. Like, this is game on. I mean, he obviously won. He was the favorite. But I think in that moment, you weren't saying he deserves to be gapped ahead of those guys. Jeff, uh, you could say for a lot of great players at the top of the leaderboard, the tournament's there for you. It's there. I mean, Bryson was the leader halfway through his round, and uh, many were thinking, okay, he he might actually get this thing done. And we know about Shoffley's history at U.S. Opens, and he faded on Sunday. Another top player in the world who faded on Sunday was Rory. It happened again. Do we need to treat Rory differently? I, I It feels like much of golf media will always hype Rory no matter what because they love him so much and everything he accomplished earlier on in his career, but based on what we've seen the, the last few years, is it tough to bet on him at a major? No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, if they want to dip the number, as he's, as he's honestly played well, winning's hard. He did win at Quail Hollow a couple, you know, not that long ago. It's a long-demanding golf course, so he obviously has it. Torrey Pines, long-demanding golf course. U.S. Opens do kind of set up very well. For him, him sort of falling apart, getting a real bad break and making the worst of it on 12 and kind of ejecting himself was a surprise to me. But you did see it there for a bit, Joe. On Saturday, those of them, like Rory had, mm-hmm. he's got a walk. A lot of these guys walk the same, but Rory's feeling good, as someone noted. It's like a kid on Halloween trying to hit as many houses as he can. And he had that for a little, and it's always nice to see. Uh, if they want to pump him into the mid-20s, the way he really is playing statistically, I'll, I would take it. So, no, I, I'm not there. Winning's hard. There's so many good players. Uh, you know, all, all intents and purposes, I thought he had a really great week, so I'm not holding it against them. Jeff Feinberg joining us here. BeckQL Daily on the BeckQL Network. As we look ahead to a lot of golf coming up, including the Travelers this weekend. Jeff, you look, it's Bryson, it's Dustin Johnson, uh, Brooks Kepka all near the top of the odds here. When you're looking ahead to the Travelers, it's a different kind of tournament, a different weekend, but um, do you see value in the favorites, or are you, are you looking down the board? Do you, do you have a dark horse for us this weekend? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I mean, I certainly always got a couple dark horses up my sleeve. I am looking down the board. I mean, my card's going to start in the mid-30s. But I will say, firstly, this is the type of event that I absolutely love. These are the sorts of events that are my favorite on tour. And by that, I mean, just look at who won the last two years. Two years ago, Shez Reeve, last year, Dustin Johnson. That's all you need to know about this Pete Dye track. It services everybody. Your skill set works here. What you do well, you can do here. Obviously, driving distance is mitigated. But even last year, Dustin went off in the final group, him and Brendan Todd. You couldn't pick two players that, like, approach the game any, any differently. So I absolutely love setups like this. Everyone feels live. If you're just the, the fair, if it's an approach week, because you're all going to be in play. The big hitters got to tee it down or, or club down a little bit, but everyone else can sort of get to that number that they like to hit their approach shots into. So it's about approach and putting. That's usually how we crown a traveler's champion. Honestly, no different than most weeks. Are you surprised at all, Bryson, DJ, Kepka, Cantley, Casey, Reed, uh, Finau? Uh, much of the uh, better golfers in the world uh, decided to show up week after a major. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're taking care of pretty nice, and I would say it's a scheduling setup for them. I don't think they want to go to Detroit next week, guys, and then it's the John Deere, and then it's the Open Championship. Mm-hmm. So I think they looked at it as this is realistically the best last place I should go play because I don't want to go major to major um, for those guys. So I think the schedule, it. the schedule, you know, helps and hurts tournaments a lot. I think when we look back on the year, the past few, the travelers in this scheduling spot being the week after a major is actually greatly uh, benefited, benefited from that. Jeff, what are your thoughts on the way Bryson is playing right now as we get closer to the Open Championship next month? I mean, he's obviously the top of of the list for the Travelers, a different kind of field. You look at him early odds for the Open Championship, plus 1,600. He's, you know, he's obviously, again, close to the top, but not the top. Your thoughts on how Bryson is, is playing right now? I, I absolutely love Bryson. I had a big bet on Bryson last week. He stuck that ball on number eight, the par three. And then he was going to a par five, and I was like, oh, my God, it's all going to happen again. Like, king him, crown him. Obviously, that's when things, you know, you shouldn't think like that as a better. Um, the, the, the Open Championship, though, is a little different. I don't think I'm there on Bryson yet. It's one of those things where we always know with wind and weather out there that, that there's so many variables. When Bryson can have his plan of attack, he's normally perfect. When he knows what he needs to do, he has that plan and he gets it done. We saw sort of at the PGA Championship when wind is a factor and everything's got to be recalibrated. He's not as effective. I mean, he's obviously very good, but but that's a variable that I don't really like getting into Bryson yet. So I have no pre-interest on Bryson, but week of, if the number's there, I could always be in on it. And I'm a Bryson disciple. Summer of Bryson is probably going to be upon us, and it usually is most summers. Uh, Jeff, as you know, you can find some decent numbers uh, in winning the Travelers over the past few years. How was DJ 25-1 to 1 last year? How did that happen? It happened, and he wins a couple years ago. Shez Reeve, 70-1, to 1, got it home. 
Uh, what are some of your favorite bets? Yeah, I mean, that was the absolute by the dip, by the dip last year on DJ. We actually hit that winner. That was a lot of fun. I guess he had a disastrous U.S. Open, and that's where we were. So out of the gate, I bet Abe answer on Monday. I know he's incredibly popular. I got it at like 34. It's down to 30. I'll say this about Abe. I think it's a good, fair, outright number. I will now be like avoiding him in, say, DraftKings and all that, though. But I do, I do understand. It does seem real popular, but he has just dominated Pete Dye tracks. That automatic Pete Dye money I used to give to Kevin Kisner now goes to Abe Answer. Fortunately, he's a little higher up on the board. But despite missing the cut last week, guys, he was fifth um, with his ball striking. So uh, he does everything I sort of need to do. Four straight top 15s before the U.S. Open on a track that, you know, absolutely suits him. So I'm all about uh, Abe Answer this week. Also, Harris English. Off that third place last week, he was in the final group at the Palmetto. He's a form player who's absolutely uh, in form right now. He did miss the cut here last year, but he left on a good note with a Friday 66. So I'll be riding uh, Harris English. Ricky Fowler, I caught a 70-5-1 to to one on Fowler. Wow. Uh, you guys know I absolutely love Ricky, and I'm going to have to make a donation to charity because I'm betting Ricky. It sort of limits my desire to bet Ricky because I don't only have to donate to the sports book, but I then have to donate to a good cause. But he has just been back with his approaches, but it's that ninth strokes game with the, the putter at the Memorial that really has me because he rides that thing. And, and if that's back with the way his approaches have been trending and don't like people are talking about it, but 11th at the PGA and eighth at Memorial, or I might have those vice versa. Those are hard tracks, hard fields. So I'm here for, uh, for Fowler um, this week. And as I put on Twitter today, I don't even know if I count it as a golf bet guys, but it's like a personal endeavor. I am on this week. I, I have bet Tony Finau at 35 to one. I love Finau. I lose with Finau all the time but they moved him to 35. Guys like Harmon and Streelman are ahead of him. This is a bigger number than his U.S. Open number. Well, guys like Harmon and Streelman are now have to, to bet them you're taking 20% of their U.S. Open number. I know Finau is what he is, but no one's talking about him, and this is personal for me. For a guy I love too much, this would be like the Chargers getting seven points versus the Packers, uh, <laughs> and then no injuries or nothing changing, and then the next week I'm getting nine versus the Lions. Like, I don't know what's going on, and I know we're the Chargers and we'll miss a field goal, but I'm going to bet that. I don't care what numbers are telling me. Jeff, I'm, I'm glad you let us there because we, we couldn't end our conversation without without talking about your favorite football team. We uh, we did some over-unders and looked ahead to the AFC West the other day. Both Joe and I are in on the Chargers this year. Really like the direction. Love the head coach hire. Uh, so you mentioned it's the summer. It could be the summer of Bryson. Will it be the fall of your Chargers? What are you feeling? I hope so, guys. Obviously, the hype the hype is real, but there's obvious reasons for it. Um, all I kind of want to say is I'm in love with this head coach. Like, there's some every time he opens his mouth, it's something that that just hits me so differently than any coach I've ever <laughs> heard speak. I will die on the hill that this guy is the real deal. His ascension to this point is like phenomenal. So obviously, everywhere he has gone he has just blown people away and nothing's really going to matter until we get punched in the mouth in the mouth and how we respond from that because we are the chargers and we will either punch ourselves um, in the nuts or get punched in the mouth <laughs> but uh, 
a team buy-in to win, hearing players like talk about their conversations with this guy, it's like nothing I've ever heard of. I swear to God, they're, they're like on the next level right now. And to think they might enter football games with a strategic advantage, I am floating all summer, only to be knocked down five levels come the fall. But I'm floating at this moment, I tell you. Jeff, have you bet all of the following? Chargers over win total, Chargers win the West, Herbert MVP, Staley Coach of the Year? Okay, I have bet the win total at nine, and the day after the Super Bowl, I bet the Super Bowl at 40, and the book cut me off, so I had to have my buddy use his account to bet more on that. That's just to pay for the merchandise I'll have to buy if they actually won. So that's just a bet I make every year regardless. Um, I haven't bet the West yet. Oh, I I did bet Herbert MVP, and I haven't bet the West yet. I feel like if we win the West, Herbert's going to win MVP. Like, I don't even know what what to say about that. Like, I think why did that at like four? Will the Chargers give you a Brandon Staley jersey? Can you order one of those? Can you get a custom Staley jersey? That's what you need. Um, yeah, maybe I, I listen, I bought a Ryan Leaf jersey before he ever played a snap. <laughs> so I let the guys play. Like even Herbert had to take his snaps before I buy anything with someone's uh name on it, name on it anymore. It's quite amazing though, guys. Like I'm sure you've seen it. Like the odds on him to win coach of the year are pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like what's the path there? A lot of wins. They might get him. We both love him. And, uh, Jeff, we appreciate you hopping on. BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe O, Joe G. On the other side, lightning bets. We'll give our best picks for the night here, right here on the BetQL Network.